Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 984 of the Juicebox podcast. Jenny Smith and I are back today with another Diabetes Myth episode. Today, we're going to discuss the myth that a pump just fixes everything. While you're listening, please remember that nothing you hear on the Juicebox podcast should be considered advice, medical or otherwise. Always consult a physician before making any changes to your healthcare plan or becoming bold with insulin. If you'd like to hire Jenny, she works at integrateddiabetes.com. She's had diabetes for over 35 years. She's a dietitian, a CDE. She's wonderful. You'll hear integrateddiabetes.com. Speaking of good deals, use my link drinkag1.com forward slash juice box. And when you do, your first order will come with a free year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs of AG1. You can use the offer code JUICEBOX at checkout at CozyEarth.com to save 40% off of your entire order. And if you go to USMed.com forward slash JUICEBOX, you'll be getting a special link just for JUICEBOX podcast listeners, and you can get started with USMed. All right, let's get to the show, shall we? This episode of the Juicebox Podcast is sponsored by Touched by Type 1. Now, Touched by Type 1 is a fantastic organization helping people with type 1 diabetes. And their big event is coming up on September 16th. I will be speaking a number of times that day at the event, as will Jenny. Touchedbytype1.org. And I believe there are still tickets available. The tickets, by the way, are completely free. Touchedbytype1.org. Head over there now. Get some seats. Come out and see us. I mean, I've lost all this weight I need people to take selfies with. I hope to see you there. Jenny, welcome back to the Myth Series. How are you? I am great today. How are you? I'm good, actually. I'm going to uh, I'm gonna bring up a big topic here. <gasps> oh. How many people do you think get told that just getting an insulin pump will fix everything? Because that, oh. that happens a lot, apparently. So... We're going to deal with the myth today that an insulin pump fixes your diabetes. Mm, I happen? love that word, fix. Yeah, fixed. It's just going to fix everything. Right. It's, <laughs> it's like going to, like you got a flat tire and you get it fixed, mm-hmm. right? And technically it's fixed. That's that's a fix. That's yes. It's done. So you don't have to worry about it anymore, right? It's totally different. And I think obviously people with diabetes get that the word fix is clearly not what any type of technology is going to do. Mm-hmm. But I do think that it comes, again, from the population of people who've not lived with diabetes or known anybody in a close manner who has diabetes and truly understands that this is something we navigate on a 24-7 basis. Yeah. There is no turnoff and just having a pump or any kind of technology doesn't fix anything. I've been on an Omnipod for one month, this one says. I had a bit of a hypo, and my sister turned to me and said, I thought the pump was supposed to stop that. Yeah. Yeah. The, I know. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so frustrating. I mean, th- these, like, are grouped together on my list. This is, um, why is she still having lows? Doesn't the pump fix that? Um, this guy says, I was in a meeting. I'm a college professor. I'm with people my own age. 
my son's Dexcom, Dexcom alarm goes off in a meeting and I text him, you know, to say what's going on. And somebody in the room looks at them and says, I thought he had a pump. And he said, they're I, confused because they view me as intelligent and capable and they cannot fathom why I can't figure this out. Mm-hmm. And, and he said, meanwhile, my son is 95% in range with a normal A1C. Right. And that's something. It is. And I, you know, from a, from a broad, I guess, visual of this, I don't know at what point in the future we're going to get to the whole idea from every single person that they understand that it doesn't get fixed, Mm -hmm. right? Fixing is curing. That's fixing. Fixing would be, even if there's no true cure from a physiology standpoint, fixing would also be a system that you put on. You don't have to do anything more than fill it with insulin and hit go. And it does the thing like truly closed loop AI learns what's going on, looks at patterns that would be close to fixed. That would be close to, gosh, the system really catches 99.9% of everything and does it for me. We are not at that point. And I don't think that people with diabetes, I think they understand that. I don't think it's the broad public that brings in these comments that are so frustrating to people with diabetes. They just don't get it. And I I don't know how to educate them that (laughs) that's not the case. I'm just hoping that hearing this will help them a little bit. Yes. Um, My son's school nurse told me that we don't have to stop a falling blood sugar when he has insulin on board because the pump will stop it. She says that her son's not on an algorithm. It's just the school nurse's idea of what she thinks the thing is. It's fascinating, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah. And there is there is a technology bit of misinformation. Maybe the school nurse has learned about algorithms, maybe from another student that she or he interacts with, and maybe assumes now that that's the technology that's available and that every single person who has a pump has an algorithm-driven pump. That could be where that came from. I I get confused because if, like, just applying common sense to their thought, the, the, the nurse's thought, like, you can't get low because you have a pump on. If that was true, then why doesn't everyone have a pump? Like, why are there some people just walking around going, nah, I'll risk it? Like, like you don't even look at <laughs> Right. <laughs> if that really is how this works, then then insulin pumps would be handed out the door and nobody would get nobody would do MDI. Correct. Because exactly. pumps fix the whole thing. Like I'm not say, like there's a lot of comments here from people saying, look, I'm not saying it isn't easier with a pump. I'm not saying that I don't have it better than somebody had 20 years ago. Like, but it doesn't fix things the way people think. And and it's always the same comments. Why do you even have to do that? I thought you had a pump. Doesn't the right. pump take care of that, et cetera, and so on. Like, they go on and on and on. Um, but this person said, look, you know, I get it. Like, it's easier, but it's not right. It's not perfect. Well, I've, I've been in social situations myself and not eons ago, like probably in the past couple of years where I've been with friends, but also more, you know, just friends that are 
friends of friends, right, that I don't really know or see very often. And they'll, you know, bolusing for a meal, right, or bolusing for a snack at like a cookout or something. And they'll be like, oh, well, you know, you have the pump. And I, I thought you didn't have to consider that. Yeah. Well, the pump still needs to know that I'm putting something in that's going to affect my blood sugar. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I've seen a lot of people like really have trouble with this, like the this when it's said to them. And I've also seen people be very upset at the misuse of the words artificial pancreas. And this is why they get so upset by it. Yes. 100% why. Um, this person says, I'm. Uh, people are regularly shocked that my daughter's pump isn't an artificial pancreas. And she says, I do get that. I didn't understand it before my daughter had diabetes either. But it now drives me nutty <laughs> when, when somebody says this. I just did watch this happen with... um. What was it? There was like a new pump that came out and people were calling it artificial pancreas. And somebody got online and it's like, look, this is not an artificial pancreas. And and they were very uh, passionate about it. And now as I'm reading through this list, I realize this is where that passion came from. Correct. Yeah. And if we truly went not only artificial pancreas, but also a true closed loop system mm -hmm. would include all of the missing components. It would be more of a, if you're talking about fix, it would be more of a true, completely closed, mostly non-interactive from the user system that does what it needs to do. It would include glucagon. It would include insulin. It would mimic a, much of what we're trying to do as our own like brain is trying to think, you know, like our pancreas should be doing. That would be a true closed system. Yeah. And I'm going to read this this like statement from this person because I think it it indicates how it feels. Um, you really need her on a pump, is the quote. It's this belief that everything is smooth sailing and easy just because you have a pump. Um, th these people are not talking about an algorithm, and they have no clue about what they're talking about. Their knowledge is way off, and it's from an adult brother that they only see occasionally who has diabetes. They don't understand that. Diabetes is a lifelong struggle. And yes, some days are easy, but those who live it understand you can eat the same thing over and over again. And then one day you get one result, the next day you get another result. They have to be so flexible that there's always preparation. And, you know, this is advice that I didn't get previously to finding the podcast, I say, which is very nice. Um, but when they're talking to other people, she's like, no one understands any of this. And you can feel the frustration in her writing, you know, and the and sadness, like there's sadness in what she's saying. Um, it's just, I guess it's just like the rest of these things, right? You're not going to stop people from saying things they don't understand. But it is interesting that overwhelmingly, and so many people have the same experience with, oh, you got the thing. I thought the thing fixes it. And I said this yeah. in another episode, and I'm going to say it again. There's so much, I'm looking at so much technology on my desk. Most of it's not without its need to be helped. Like, you know, right. you know like it, it's, I, I have very few plug it and forget it things in my life. Yes. You know, even like some of these great, like I have a really wonderful computer that I record this podcast on and there's stuff I have to do to it weekly to keep it running correctly.
Yes. And it doesn't turn on and say, welcome, good morning, when you enter the room, right? Hey, good morning, Scott. How are you? You know, you still have to push the button and sign in and turn it on and make sure that it's remains. I mean, you can have automatic updates, but even sometimes it asks, when do you want to update? Do you want to do it now? Do you want to do it later? Do you want to delay it? Blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, there's very little technology that's without human interaction. But for some reason, now that it has to do with a hormone and insulin and this and that. They're all like, oh, that must just work fine. This is the last <laughs> one. My ex-mother-in-law said, I thought, ex-mother-in-law, wonder how that happened. I thought all you had to do was put in the carbs and the pump does everything else. <laughs> well, Wouldn't that be so easy? Like, I think, nice. honestly, wouldn't that be so lovely? Like, you just put in the carbs and the pump figures out the whole rest. You could be off by 20 grams, but at least as long as you put in two grams of carb, it's, I got it for you. It's all okay. Don't worry, lady. I'm paying attention. <laughs> Don't worry. I can figure the rest out. The pump is here, which is right. a phrase that I love, um, which I always think comes from, um, I always hear it more frequently from people who are older, who've had diabetes for a longer time. I, and my imagination tells me that they didn't have a pump and they were always promised the pump. The pump because they use it like a title. Yes, <laughs> it's fantastic. Yes, I love it. Yeah, I really so do. funny. I mean, if a pump really did that, man, I'd go to Disney and get the. There's a place called Beaches and Cream, um, and it's got this dessert that's called the kitchen sink, and it literally is. It's like a miniature kitchen sink, and it's load. I don't even know how much ice cream is in it. I've only ever been there a couple of times, and I've seen people get it, and I'm like. Oh my God, like how can you actually have all of that food, right? It's like a table full of 10 people should actually be eating this. I didn't know but you I'd had like, this dream. <laughs> oh, I, I'd be like, man, let's go there and get the kitchen sink. <laughs> Jenny's like, they've cured diabetes. I have to get to Florida. <laughs> So, anyway, there you go. It's interesting. All right. Well, I appreciate you doing this with me. Thank you very much. Of course. Yes. That's funny. I didn't know that. Yes. Um, oh, my God. Is it really big? Like, oh, it is. It's literally like if you imagine, it's almost more like a like a bathroom pedestal sink. Yeah. Visual. And it has faucets and everything on it. And they have to have, I would guess, 20 scoops of full fat like custom custard ice cream in this with any and all the toppings all the whipped cream the sprinkles like it just looks like the dessert like if i were going back to kid mentality i'd be like that's what i want and i'm not even like i can turn down ice cream pretty easily um but (laughs) if i was going to indulge that would be it. I imagine that three minutes into it, you'd be like, this is a lot. <laughs> I can't, I can't. Did we fly all the way to Florida for this? I was out of Just my mind. <laughs> right. I got four bites. That was good. The kitchen sink was awesome. Fabulous. I could have gone to Dairy Queen. I didn't realize. <laughs> yes, exactly. Anyway. Right. No, I don't even have to go to Dairy Queen. You know, I live in the land of of, of dairy here. There's plenty of ice cream where you are. Plenty of ice cream. Okay. Yes. I want to thank Jenny for coming on the show today and remind you that she works at integrateddiabetes.com. And of course, let's thank Touched by Type 1, not just for the good work they do, but for sponsoring the Juice Box podcast. You really should, even if you're not coming out to the event, go check out what they're up to at touchedbytype1.org and find them on Facebook and Instagram.
When you support the Juicebox podcast by clicking on the advertisers' links, you are helping to keep the show free and plentiful. I am certainly not asking you to buy something that you don't want, but if you're going to buy something or use a device from one of the advertisers, getting your purchases set up through my links is incredibly helpful. So if you have the desire or the need, please consider using Juicebox podcast links to make your purchases. If you or a loved one has been diagnosed with type 1 diabetes, the Bold Beginnings series from the Juicebox podcast is a terrific place to begin listening. In this series, Jenny Smith and I will go over the questions most often asked at the beginning of type 1. Jenny is a certified diabetes care and education specialist who is also a registered and licensed dietitian, and Jenny has had type 1 diabetes for 35 years. My name is Scott Benner, and I am the father of a child who has type 1 diabetes. Our daughter Arden was diagnosed in 2006 at the age of 2. I believe that at the core of diabetes management, understanding how insulin works and how food and other variables impact your system is of the utmost importance. The Bold Beginning series will lead you down the path of understanding. The series is made up of 24 episodes, and it begins at episode 698 in your podcast or audio player. I'll list those episodes at the end of this. To listen, you can go to juiceboxpodcast.com, go up to the menu at the top, and choose Bold Beginnings, or go into any audio app, like Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and then find the episodes that correspond with the series. Those lists, again, are at Juicebox Podcast up in the menu, or if you're in the private Facebook group, in the Featured tab. The private Facebook group has over 40,000 members. There are conversations happening right now and 24 hours a day that you would be incredibly interested in. So don't wait. So don't wait. Check out the Bold Beginnings series today and get started on your journey. Episode 698 defines the Bold Beginnings series. 702, honeymooning. 706, adult diagnosis. 711 and 712 go over diabetes terminologies. In episode 715, we talk about fear of insulin. In 719, the 1515 rule. Episode 723, long-acting insulin. 727, target range. 731, food choices. 735, pre-bolus. 739, carbs. 743, stacking. 747, flexibility. In episode 751, we discuss school. In episode 755, exercise. 759, guilt, fears, hope, and expectations. In episode 763 of the Bold Beginning series, we talk about community. 772, journaling. 776, technology and medical supplies. Episode 780, treating low blood glucose. Episode 784, dealing with insurance. 788, talking to your family. And episode 805, illness and ketone management. Check it out. It will change your life.